I, I want to share with you the last in the series of from this book, Don't Quit in the Dip. Someone asked me, they said, well, first time that you spoke, you talk about the dip. And the second time you talked about a double dip. Is today triple dip? I said, no, we're, we're actually going to talk about something just a little bit different. But what I want to share with you, I, I think, is a very important message. And it's, it's going to mean something in your life because today in the message of don't quit in the dip, today I want to talk about don't settle. Don't settle. In the book, Sean's story about an ice cream truck. Everybody know what the ice cream truck is about, right? It's about ice cream. Well, he told his daughters that it was a music truck, that when the truck would come by, they should wave and dance because he's playing all this beautiful music for them to enjoy. But he tricked them to thinking that all that was available was music. And, of course, it all came to a crash two years later. Now, for two years, his girls thought that it was the music truck. When they went to their grandmother's house, they found out different and When he went to go pick up his girls, he said the oldest came running out with huge eyeballs saying, Daddy, Daddy, did you know the music truck sells ice cream? He said, Grandma ruined everything. And from then on, they were not happy with just waving and dancing when the music truck came by because they now knew that there was more than just music coming from the music truck. What is interesting is we have a... that there's really nothing necessarily bad, but there's nothing necessarily great. There's a freezer filled in, in the music truck of life. There's a freezer filled... Come on, somebody with a host of dreams and experiences that will surprise our soul, and it is tasty. In fact, the Bible says, taste and see the Lord is good. Can I get a good witness? And of course, there are these thousands of messages that come to us every day through the media, through TV, through music, through our friends, telling down to us, we just don't have enough. And here's what I want you to write down today if you're taking notes. The voice you make the loudest in your life is the voice that will determine your future. Oh, come on. You're going to be glad you came today. I, I got a bunch of good ice cream sandwiches for you today coming from the music truck. The voice you make the loudest in your life is the voice that will determine your future. And I, wa- I also want to remind you, fulfillment doesn't come of more of something. It comes of more of someone. Aren't you glad you know him today? The Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And just because you haven't found there's more on the ice cream truck of life, don't quit in the dip. Even though you don't even realize. Let me give you another spouse or a friend, but 
One will say, well, I feel like, it, you know what I'm talking about. I can't decide, and you want to go to a nice place. And finally, you get to the point where you're so exhausted from going back and forth, you said, so much fast food will make you go to the right? middle. And we need to be careful in our fast food decisions in our life where needed give us more of his promises been feeling that way. So what I want to do today, I want to start with Numbers 32. And I want patient. And this is what I want you to understand. This whole group of people settled when they could have actually had more. Here's what happened. They'd been in slavery for 400 years in Egypt under Pharaoh. God heard their prayers. They were in slavery 400 years. That God sent Moses and through signs and miracles that happened, God set his people free. Now, here's he will and you can write down as well. When God calls you out of something, he will call you into something else. So when God calls you out of something, he will call you into something else. It's not good enough just simply to get out of bondage. Yes, that, that's what he wanted for the children of Israel. But it didn't stop there. He wanted to bless them to a place that was called the promised land where milk and honey would flow. So what is amazing is once they left Egypt, and you know the whole story, they, they, they end up at the Red Sea and God does another miracle. They walk on dry ground. They, they've seen all kinds of miracles. And here comes Pharaoh's army behind them. They get into the Red Sea and God says, time's up. And it swallows them up and their enemy was defeated in one moment. And the Bible says they never saw their enemies of this is again. Now, now think of all that God did for them. And then this is what is so amazing. Get this. It was a 14 day journey. To the promised land. A 14 day journey. When, when I first was thinking about this when I was younger, I used to think three hour cruise. Three, never mind. So. They were all celebrating and all excited about the endless possibilities of this new life. That is, until they realized it was occupied by somebody else. Others were occupying the land. So what did they do? They sent out 12 spies. You know the story, don't you? The 12 spies went out. When they came back, only two. Everyone say two. Only two out of the 12, and that was Joshua and Caleb, said, we can do this. We can take the land. The other said, no way. The other 10 said, these guys are massive giants, and we are like grasshoppers in comparison. Now, that's, that should show you how big the people were and, and what they, they thought about themselves and what these 10 actually thought about God as well. I mean, here, they, they, all these miracles that just happened, the Red Sea, the plagues, that they weren't, they weren't affected by. But I'm here to tell you today, they forgot what God did for them in their past. And this is right after God's amazing rescue. They, they, the spies come back and doubt begins to spread in the camp like cancer. They settled. And they said, we will settle on just the music on the truck. 
Even though God promised a freezer full of milk and honey ice cream sandwiches, they chose to settle and said, the 10 that came back and said, we can't do it, infected the entire nation of Israel except for two individuals, Joshua and Caleb, who said, we can take overtake them. What is amazing, let me just point this out, the 10 were the leaders. They were the leaders. They didn't have enough faith to believe God was bigger than the problem in front of them. Can you imagine that? Our lives are affected. Now, if you want to write this down, boy, this one's really good too. Our lives are affected and directed by the way we think. And the way that we think determines the way that we live. Wow, I'll say it again. Because this is, this is heavy revy right here. Our lives are affected and directed by the way that we think. And the way that we think determines the way we live. What does the Bible says? As a man thinketh. In his heart, so is he. That's Bible. By the way, negative reports affected and infected an entire congregation of Israel. Why? Because negative reports are contagious. Have you ever noticed that? Maybe at the workplace or at school, in your relationships. Negative reports are contagious. So it makes it seem sensible just to stay put. We can't go into the promises of God in the promised land because it can't be done. And here's what's scary. God will sometimes say, fine, then. Because of your murmuring, because of your complaining, because of your unbelief, you can just wander around in circles in the wilderness For 40 years until an entire generation dies off so I can get a new generation to go in. That's that's pretty scary when God says, you want to settle? Fine. And that's exactly what happened for 40 long years until a generation died in the desert except for Joshua and Caleb, the two. Remember them. Here's what I want you to get, and and this is good too if you want to jot this down. There's God's way, and there's your way. Right? There's God's way and your way. Our way is the wilderness. God's way is the promises. I want God's way. And today, many of us have found ourselves in the wilderness of life. Some of you have been in a dry place spiritually. And you have settled in the dry place instead of going for all the promises that God has for you. Don't settle. Don't quit in the dip spiritually of your life. All right. Now, now let me continue the story because this is interesting. Now the children of Israel in 40 years, they are now ready a second time. To enter into the promised land. And dreams 
are about to become reality. I want you to look at Numbers 32, verses 1 through 5. Remember, it's been 40 years, and there were 12 tribes of Israel. Scripture reveals that there's still some tribes not ready for the promises of God. Numbers 32 and verse 1. The tribes of Reuben and Gad, who had very large herds and flocks, saw that the lands of Jazir and Gilead were suitable for livestock. So they came to Moses and Eleazar, the priest, and to the leaders of the community, and they said, The land the Lord subdued before the people of Israel, where we're at right now, are suitable for livestock. And your servants, that's us, we we have livestock. If we have found favor in your eyes, they said, let this land be given to your servants as a possession. Do not make us cross the Jordan into the promised land. And Moses got furious. When you read the story, he's telling them, this is exactly what your forefathers did 40 years ago. Are you going to do the same thing? Have you not learned anything? Why did they do this? Well, after 40 years of walking around in circles, you get tired and you get distracted. And it's so easy for us in this season of COVID to get so tired and distracted and not really reach for the promises of God. Can I get a good amen, somebody? Look at verse 19. We will not receive any inheritance with them on the other side of the Jordan in the promised land because our inheritance has come to us on the east side of Jordan. How many times... Have we decided what our inheritance should be instead of what God has prepared for us? And we have missed out because we have settled. And again, what is scary, God gave them what they requested. Fine. If that's what you want, even though it's not my perfect will, look at verse 40. So Moses gave Gilead to them and they what? They settled there. They settled. Everyone say they settled. And they're why they got tired. They were distracted. Now, in their defense, I get it. 40 years going around in the desert with kids screaming. Are we there yet? I have to go to the bathroom. You should have gone at the last cactus. We're not stopping again. You know what I'm saying? After 40 years. Of just traveling around and around and around. Aimless wondering. You know what it led them to say? Well, it'll do. It'll do. It's fine. And when we get tired, when we are distracted, our judgment gets thrown off. I'm speaking to somebody today. When you get tired, your judgment gets thrown off. It's like settling for fast food when you could have had papados, papacitos. Can I get a good amen on that one? It'll do, and you settle. But I want to remind you, this, this is our key scripture over the last few weeks, Galatians 6 and 9. 
Let us not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we don't give up. If we don't give up. That's, that's what the Bible says. Don't quit in the dip. Don't settle. We all get tired. If you look around today, you're going to see there's people tired. They may not be here today. They just get tired of, of, I'm so tired of worrying about COVID. I'm so tired of what's going on. I'm tired about politics. I'm tired of what's happening in the schools. Come on. am Am I telling you the truth today? We get tired, but this is not the time for relaxation that's going to rob you of your joy. The joy of the Lord, that is your strength. In fact, Isaiah chapter 40, verse 28. Do you not know, have you not heard the everlasting God, the Lord, the creator of the ends of the earth, does not become what? Weary or tired. His understanding is inscrutable. He gives strength to the weary and to him who lacks might. He increases power. Though youths grow weary and tired, the vigorous young men may stumble badly. Notice this, verse 31. Yet those who wait for the Lord will gain new strength. Don't give up in the dip, folks. They will mount up with wheat and Nike eagles. They will run and not get tired. They will walk and not become weary. Don't give up. Hallelujah. Don't quit in the dip. Don't settle. And I'm going to end the message today with this story. And Justin, if you'll come. It's a story of a married couple. And the wife sadly fell into a coma. The husband stayed by her side day after day after day. And the days began to turn to weeks. And weeks began to turn into months. Just sitting, waiting. Is she going to wake up out of this coma? And he grew tired. He grew depressed. He he just got distracted from what his goal was to be there for his wife. Finally, he got so tired and so depressed, he ended up taking his own life. Only to find out that one week later, he quit his wife woke up out of the coma. He quit too early. Isn't that sad? He quit a week too early. Don't quit in the dip. Don't quit. There is hope in the midst of COVID, folks. And his name is Jesus Christ. And in his presence, there is a completeness and a fullness of joy. At his right hand are pleasures of milk and honey ice cream sandwiches forevermore. That little adding in there was mine. The Jeff translation. 
I'm just trying to make a point to you today that you can be so joyful in hope, the Bible says. You can be patient in the affliction you're going through. You can be faithful in prayer, Romans 12 and 12 says. So I encourage you today, whatever you're facing, and I, and I know spiritually, it, and someone came to me last week and said, thank you for the message because I, I know spiritually I, I'm, I just feel like I'm lukewarm. I just feel like I'm not where I need to be. I need to begin serving again. I need to start doing something again. And in the midst of what we're facing season of COVID, there are things that you still can do. God still has plans and purposes for you. But if you don't walk in your purpose, you will find yourself depressed. You will find yourself tired. You're going to find yourself angry at everything and everybody because you can't be happy not walking in the plans and the purposes that God has for you. It's like settling and walking around a wilderness year after year after year and a generation died not believing the promises of God, not fulfilling the purpose because they listened to the wrong people. Are you getting that? They, they listen to the negative reports and not the two. And, and what is amazing, and, I, and I'm going to close with this thought. There were, there were ten at the beginning that says we can't, but two that said we could. But even after they were ready to go again, now there's two that says we'll settle. And ten said we'll take the promises of God. Isn't that interesting? It just flip-flopped. Just don't I don't know about you. I want the promises of God. I want I just don't want to dance when the music truck comes around. But I want to partake in what the music truck actually has to offer. 